Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Min $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sunday morning edition of the PFF Betty Podcast. We're going to be talking about Circa Millionaire Contest picks and, of course, the best of the best in player props for Week 13 with the one and only George Shahiri. What is going on, George? How are you feeling about Week 13 in the NFL season? I feel like this is unlucky number 13, to be honest. <laughs> I, this I don't know if I have um, struggled as much looking at a slate of games uh, as I have with this one, and maybe that means maybe that's a good thing. Um, but there's some there's some really interesting lines. Uh, I think definitely some worth talking about. I think predicting the consensus picks um, this week will be will be super challenging. Well, maybe not. But I also will say this: it's the perfect reason to listen to this podcast because right. player props they continue to be plentiful, and you can uh, you can you can avoid staring at spreads that make your mind hurt. Uh, really easily that way. Yeah, definitely. The, the spreads that everyone else has already looked at, spreads that everyone else has already discussed at nauseum, basically. We are, you know, going to talk maybe just l- really briefly about it. Not a ton uh, from a value betting perspective, in my opinion. Uh, I do think there are, you know, a number of interesting spots, at least compared to like the Circa Contest Millionaire. Uh, like they have the spread uh, for Miami right around, I think, minus four. That's now up to six and a half. I do think that's going to be a really popular game uh, selection for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, then the only other one that I could kind of, you know, maybe make sense of is Minnesota minus seven against Detroit. That's moved out to seven and a half in a lot of spots as well. I do think those are probably going to be uh, really popular uh, contest selections. What are you, what are you kind of seeing or projecting out as far as what way the market or the, you know, the public or not necessarily the public, I guess, you know, the con the contestants picks are going to go here in week 13. Yeah, man, this is, this is tricky. I... So here's one that I'm curious for your take on. Um, the Patriots-Bills game, Monday night. Bills are minus two and a half here. Um, I, I could see this going either way, to be honest. The weather is supposed to be absolutely nightmarish, like 32 degrees, 25 mile an hour winds. 
um, light snow. Bills are home. They are a team that has been power ranked, you know, better than the Patriots for just about ever. They've played a very soft schedule, but it's only as soft as the Patriots schedule. And they obviously have uh, a quarterback who, in inclement weather, you figure to be more of a value add. You know, Josh Allen running the, the ball um, is an absolute weapon. That's not the case for Mac Jones. So you look at that being less than three, and I think you make a case for, for taking the Bills there. Um, the Giants potentially playing Mike Glennon, their four-point underdogs to the Dolphins in Miami. This spread has moved a ton, so I, I think that one's a, a pretty easy one. Um, and then I look at the Ravens-Steelers game in Pittsburgh. The Ravens are a four-and-a-half-point underdog. The Ravens are really banged up, and so I think I could see that one being a consensus pick as well. Um, a couple others here. Uh, this is one that we took. Broncos plus nine-and-a-half. Chiefs have just not been a team that's covered more than a touchdown spreads very frequently, dating all the way back to last year. And you look at, um, you look at the, the Chiefs, where they've had success has been against teams that are playing a really you know, obvious defense and, and not willing to change to play the types of defense that the Chiefs have struggled with. You look when they right. blew out the Raiders, the Raiders refused to do anything but play their traditional cover three. They do that more than anyone else in the league. The Chiefs put up points. But you look at the Broncos, the Broncos actually have played the most two high cover shells of any team in the NFL over Vic Fangio's tenure there. That type of concept is what Mahomes and the Chiefs have struggled with, where they drop seven or eight, have coverage over the top, force them to go short, and that keeps the, the game a little bit closer. So those are the ones. I think if I had to pick one more that I think could be a, a consensus pick, it would be Eagles minus seven over the Jets. Uh, even though the Eagles stunk last week, I could see a lot of people just looking at the Jets and going, oh, yeah, I'm going to fade the Jets. I think you could say the same with the Texans, who are 10-point underdogs at home. I think one of those two could be popular as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree with you. We are definitely in consensus. I do think Miami is going to be the most popular selection uh, probably in the circuit contest. I agree with you. Uh, you know, that Baltimore-Pittsburgh game is intriguing. I, I, I actually think, uh, you know, you said you did make you did select Denver. I do think that Denver is probably going to be uh, a top five selection here as well, even though, you know, the line movement hasn't necessarily um, indicated that that would be a reason why. But uh, like you said, I do think Denver is probably going to uh, keep this one close. Uh, nine and a half points. Haven't really seen Kansas City uh, perform anywhere close to that sort of spread expectation mm-hmm. uh, over the course of the 2021 season. So I like that one quite a bit. So what besides Denver, uh, what other picks did you go with here in week 13? Yeah, let me pull up my uh, the old yeah, let me, let me remember these correctly. Um, right. Okay, so here was one. Uh, the Cardinals are going to Chicago. Um, Bears seven and a half point underdogs. Uh, everyone expects Kyler Murray to just you know to to act to play in this game and to be a hundred percent. I don't know, man. I really I could honestly see them like sitting him out again. The Rams continue to stink, um, and the Cardinals might say to themselves, "Hey, like." It's the weather's really shitty. It's outdoors. We might rest Kyler. And even if Kyler plays, he hasn't played in a while. It's cold. It's outdoors. DeAndre Hopkins also has not played in a really long while. So to me, that's an opportunity to take a Bears team that we at PFF, like, I know it's Andy Dalton, but like, they're not as putrid a team as some of the really putrid teams. And I think my take has been. Basically, if you have two teams that one of which is not an absolute travesty, 
anything over a touchdown, you know, you should consider. Broncos, as we talked about. Dolphins, as we talked about. Um, we took the Rams minus 13. I mean, like, they've got they to win this game by a million to try and get their confidence back up. And it's the Jaguars who stink. And then the Seahawks plus three and a half. The Niners without Debo Samuel. Um, with, uh, uh, there's another injury that they have that is escaping me. Is it Dre Greenlaw? Yeah, who just came back, uh, but played like only a quarter in that game. They are three and a half point favorites in Seattle. The Seattle Seahawks are not giving up on the season. There's no reason to. They, they traded their pick uh, in the first round this year for Jamal Adams. Right. Who, you know, right. Let's not even get into that. <laughs> not necessarily working yeah. out. Yeah. So getting three and a half at, at home, um, that was the that was the final pick that we had. Oofta. That one's going to be yeah. I'm I'm actually kind of surprised with the Seattle pick. I do th- I do I do agree with the analysis. I do think that is going to be. Uh, just an ugly game. I do have a player prop that I actually really like in that matchup okay. that we can get to later. Um, but I will bring that up. But Let's, yeah, definitely, I definitely agree. I do think Denver's a great pick. Uh, Chicago makes a lot of sense. Miami obviously makes a lot of sense. Again, most popular selection by far. And I agree with you. So you do think this is a Rams get right spot here on Sunday. You think they're going to win basically by three touchdowns or more against Jacksonville. Is that kind of what you're uh, predicting? Two, two or more touchdowns. Let's not get carried two or away more touchdowns. I mean, I'm um, just saying it's an absolute smash spot, so we got to go. They, Might take an alternate line or something here. They so. have, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good take as well. They, I mean, they, it, 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 everyone is writing them off, right? So this is, I mean, they have to, it, it's one of those games where you could see it going the exact opposite direction if they had you know, run off three straight where it's like, oh, maybe Jacksonville catches them off guard. But no one is catching this team off guard. I mean, they better be as focused as focus can be. Um, so, yeah, so let's get to player props in a second. I have a, I have a special um, opportunity for our listeners. We value our, our listeners of this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you have really shrewd um, uh, concept of greatness. And so um, I'd love to hear more. We'd love to hear more about what you guys love. So opportunity for you to share with us a couple of things by emailing us at contact at pff.com, C-O-N-T-A-C-T at pff.com. And we want to know what PFF feature you love most and what you want to see most from PFF. And you can answer either one of those. It doesn't matter whether you're a subscriber or not. The fact that you listen to this podcast means we value your opinion um, more than most. Don't tell the other podcasts. So email us what PFF feature you love most and what you'd most want to see from PFF uh, and on pff.com at contact at pff.com. Yes. That's now's your chance. That is your chance. And we value more than every other yes, podcast, I would true. say, at least from my own personal perspective. But we will see. Let's get it. Let's go player props here. Uh, one, I kind of teased it a little bit earlier. I do. I wrote this up basically for you, George, but I like this one quite a bit. Elijah Mitchell, over 8.5 receiving yards. Uh, he's He has been that, the guy in the 49ers offense when he's been healthy. Over 60% of the snaps played. Ran a route on roughly a little bit shy of 50% of the dropbacks. Uh, low team target share, but again, no Debo Samuel. If you expect the 49ers to maybe be playing from a high behind, especially if you you know jive with George's uh, consensus hmm. pick or circa contest pick uh, for the Seahawks, then I think game script indicates that Eliza Mitchell is going to have decent amount of opportunities in that receiving game over eight points, five receiving yards. Uh, the same number that he saw last week, he had 
five targets last week. Uh, if he gets one or two, he's easily going to go over this number. So I think that one is probably uh, my favorite one that I have bet already. But let's hear let's hear what you got for us, George. I do I do like that one quite a bit. Um, this one uh, goes in line with my my Rams um, love here, which is Matt Stafford over two and a half passing touchdowns, which you can find at plus money plus 120 which means bet um 100 win 120 and basically that means you need to have about 44 percent confidence that this will happen um the pff player props tool which you can get still for 40 percent off with the promo code cyber 40 at pff.com go do it um you will not regret it that tool has this happening 55.4 percent of the time so 11 percent more than you need to break even um, again, in a place where Matt Stafford needs to get his SHIT together, he will. I like that one. I like that quite a bit. I do think it's going to be uh, more so a show of those Rams receivers. One reason I like that, Tyler Higby under 3.5 receptions. This is also a plus price. Um, I think if you you know kind of expect this to be a get-right spot for the Rams offense, uh, the situation needs to get better with the Rams receivers, probably specifically uh, Odell Beckham Jr. in a lot of you know scenarios. Of course, Cooper Cup still involved, still going to have a high target share. I just think if they are winning by you know two or more touchdowns, uh, at some point they are going to slow down a little bit, and I think it's probably going to be Higby's uh, target share that gets cut. So I like him to go under 3.5 receptions uh, quite a bit in that matchup as well. But I think that's probably enough. Uh, Rams Jaguars talk <laughs> for one episode at least. So we'll see. Yeah, what else? Fair. What else do you got for us, George? Uh, let me go to the aforementioned Seattle San Francisco game. By the way, a game that was flexed out of prime time in favor right. of Broncos Chiefs, Broncos, which is a nine Chiefs. and a half point spread. That tells you how bad the Seahawks have been. Um, right. Debo Samuel out for the Niners. You might immediately turn to Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. That's great. But you'd be forgetting offensive weapon Kyle Juszczyk. <laughs> and Juszczyk's uh, receiving prop, uh, 10.5 yards minus 110, um, means needs to happen 52.3% of the time uh, for you to win or to profit off that bet. Um, we have it happening about 60% of the time, uh, 60% chance that he goes over 10 now receiving yards. And you think about this game where, I mean, this is a division game. This is a close game. I definitely think that Kyle Shanahan has some things schemed up. Remember, Debo Samuel such an integral part of that offense. There's so many things that not having him will mean they have to find other ways to, to scheme up. And so I see use check as a little receiving option for the Denver, or sorry, for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Right, yeah, I love that one. I, I actually, I wrote uh, our friend Nathan Yonke's article last week, I think his PFF uh, player props article went 3-0 and last week. Mm. He had that one written up at 7.5 receiving yards. Uh, it didn't cash till the fourth quarter, but it only took one reception. I think the same thing is basically going to happen for Kyle Juszczyk this week so i like that one quite a bit uh i have i have already bet that one probably gonna bet it a little bit more now i got uh just a couple other ones i'm curious your thoughts on this one i know you i know you guys talked about this game a little bit uh on the pff forecast it was in consideration for potentially uh uh the lock of the week i know you guys didn't end up going with it i'm looking at the other side of the ball though matt ryan over 1.5 passing touchdowns plus 120 price i know you guys like you know tom brady over 2.5 passing touchdowns uh but i think uh, I, I, I kind of like Matt Ryan at that plus price a little bit more. Obviously, 1.5, much easier number to get over. Uh, we 
did have some value on the over 15 and a half point total. Uh, Buccaneers defense I thought was going to be maybe a little bit more banged up than what they actually are. It sounds like uh, they're basically going to be healthy in that secondary with Jamal Dean and Carlton Davis now back. So maybe I don't feel as great about this one. But if you were choosing between Matt Ryan over 1.5 passing touchdowns or Tom Brady over 2.5, uh, what one is your preferred or better bet here on Sunday, George? Wow. Um, I'd go I'd go TB12. Um, it's going Tampa Bay. There we yes, go. here's why. Little joke uh, between him and Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette had four last week, and on social media, TB is over there like, man, you know, maybe you could give me one or two. And uh, look, I think they're going to be up by a number of scores here throughout the game. So I think they'll make sure that they balance out the uh, the uh, paycheck here for TB12. There we go. I like that. I like that synopsis quite a bit. So you got any? You got any other good ones for us? We going just straight into the hardcore quarterback rushing props. Look, already. there's a ton to love, and you can find them on PFF.com, oh. PFF Player Props Tool. A lot of value on unders this week, which means right. not for the faint of heart, and none of you are. So um, I don't expect that to be an issue. Let's get into it. There we go. I'm leading it off this time. Then I got. Uh, they've been so hot. I got to start it off again. But I do like Derek Carr over 6.5 <laughs> rushing yards. He scrambled, you know, 2.7% of dropbacks this season. No Darren Waller. It's really only security blanket underneath. So I was going to be yes. Hunter Renfro. Still kind of trying to adjust a little bit. Uh, you know, with Deshaun Jackson now in the fold, I think maybe uh, you know one or two scrambles easily gets him over this number. Uh, Washington football team has started to uh, play a little bit better, especially along the defense line. No Chase Young, of course, tore his ACL a couple weeks ago. I think they're probably going to have to uh, blitz at a little bit higher rate if they kind of want to maintain some of those pressure percentages. So I think that is going to open things up for Carr to uh, get some scrambling yards coming here on Sunday, and I like that one quite a bit. So what else do you got that, for us, That George? one is my favorite one of these. We Was it? About, I stole it from your mouth, We talked right? about oh, DC uh, Derek Carr last week, and in that game, his... his uh, Rushing prop was six and a half, as it is this week. He had 21 rushing yards against the Cowboys in a game where Darren Waller got banged up. Darren Waller will not be playing in this game, obviously. Um, he's still banged up, and so I, I couldn't agree with you more. Also, Sean Jackson, questionable. Now, I, I kind of expect him to play, but, um, you know, if he gets injured or, like, you know, has to sit out, like, great opportunity there. Better, um, better athlete than he's being given credit for there. Yes, um, so much so. Yeah, 1,000%. Um, next one is my guy, Joe Burrow, who last week, I told you, he was my favorite last week. Five and a half. He had a scramble uh, for like 10 yards, something like that. Um, and, uh, and a touchdown. And a and touchdown. touchdown. I think it was, um, yeah, so they've moved it up to eight and a half this week. I see what they're doing here. Minus 122. That's okay. Big game against the Chargers at home. Joey Burrow over eight and a half i realize that last week you know look it, he's only had three games with over 10 rushing yards but knees feeling better very important game he's gonna see justin herbert on the other side scrambling all over the place so i like burrow that one i like that one quite a bit as well i gotta get your thoughts then on russell wilson over 12.5 rushing yards he moved mm-hmm. down from 16 and a half to 14 and a half last week did go over his closing number uh not the opening number unfortunately uh do you like that one against the san francisco 49ers i mean especially if you think uh maybe you know the game script is at least somewhat conducive to him trying to extend that clock out and have it run a little bit more he's got to try whatever the hell it takes so whatever it takes um, right right yeah it would not i i definitely like this one as well 
Um, I mean, it's just it, with Seattle, kind of similar to the Rams. They've just got to feel like anything and everything that they can anything, try. Right. They've got to do. But let me tell you one that um, I, I really want your take on because on the player props tool, look, sometimes, you know, sometimes you see something, the edge is really small. You know, it's really not like a huge lean one way or another. Josh Allen, 35 and a half. We know the weather is going to be an absolute nightmare. It's not as if those running backs on the Bills are particularly, you know, they're not workhorse-like. I feel like they're going to feed Josh Allen. Josh Allen has gone 7-4 and four against his, his rushing prop. Last week had 43 against the Saints. Opened at 37 and a half, the, the line did. Closed at 30 and a half. So clearly a lot of people felt like he wasn't going to run a ton. Um, but I, I feel like they've got to lean on him running the ball. That's one that I'm, I'm tempted by. Yeah, you're tempted to flip uh, yes. against the player props. So I like, I like it quite a bit, actually, too. I'm definitely not betting as under. Um, and like you said, I think it's either a no bet or going on the over, right? And it, it, it is really going to come down to just how incremental that weather actually is. It sounds like it's really bad. I think it's more of a spot where you might want to bet it uh, day of. But if you are going to, you know, lock in some of those Monday Night Football bets, make sure you check out, uh, you know, pff.com player prop stream that we have coming out. Kendall Valenzuela and I uh, go over our best bets. I think at that time, we're going to be able to give you much better information about uh, just what side of this Josh Allen rushing yards prop uh, you want to bet. So make sure you check that out at pff.com. But we'll see. I don't, I don't necessarily love it right now okay. going over, but I definitely agree with, I definitely agree with the, uh, I definitely agree with the thought process for sure. So. Okay. What, any, anything else, George? Any final thoughts, words of wisdom, uh, any other last-minute well, butts? Or do you got one yeah, that you think should be the last thing I'll the say is um, Alabama just scored to make this 10-7, yes. um, which means they're currently yes. covering. And uh, that is uh, – look, I, Anthony Tresh, big Georgia backer here. The, right. the PFF um, green line tool, which you can get for 40% off, I might add. Showed some value on Bama. They haven't been an underdog in like 15 years. So let's just say that I'm invested in Alabama winning or keeping this close. And uh, currently they're keeping it close. So that's all I have to say. Um, but I, I hope everyone has a great Sunday. There we go. That is it. Go Bama, baby. We need a bad roll tide here. So we appreciate you all listening to the PFF Betty Podcast.